Podcasting 2.0 for March 18th, 2022, episode 78. It's Go Go with Gigi. See, when we have a guest that's so big and put him in the title of the show, gotta say something. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Podcasting 2.0, the official board meeting of everything that's going on with Podcasting 2.0, specifically the podcast namespace, podcastindex.org, and of course, where we all hang out at podcastindex.social. I'm Adam Curry here in the heart of the Texas Hill Country, and in Alabama, he's always game for a submarine swap. My friend on the other end, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Dave Jones. <laughs> oh, I like that one. Yeah. I like yeah. it. I like it. I like the... Uh you you got the still got the Rona vocal cords, so you get the. Uh, I'm trying. Get I got the, uh, the fry. I got a little fry happening. Yeah, every now and then you go to. Uh, you, get a little, you get a little, uh, get a little rumble going. And well, I also have the new. Yeah, mo- that, that was it right there. Yeah. <laughs> I know, it's it's really messed up because you know, and everyone's sending me all these. Well, you've got to take uh, you know the left nut of a honeybee and squish it out and add it to you know <laughs> all this stuff that has to be done. It's like nah. you go first. Uh, you go yeah, first. Right. Uh, that, every, yeah, right. Everyone's been really, really helpful, but it's uh, I don't know. It's uh, honeybee nuts. Fun fact: <laughs> very, very difficult to get to. Very difficult. Very to hard to to, uh, to see. <laughs> very yeah, yes, difficult yes. to get to. Yeah. Oh my goodness! <clears throat> How you doing, Dave? I'm good. Let me let me just say that the uh, pro tip, the Sharpie S gel. What is this? <laughs> pro point, <laughs> yeah, Sharpie S gel point seven yeah zero point seven pen. This is top notch hardware. Let me tell you. Oh really? Uh, you, uh, wait, no, I, no I, I will say I'm a pen aficionado. So it's the Sharpie. <clears throat> uh, S dash gel S zero point seven zero point seven yeah I'm right now I'm using a Uniball Signo RT also a zero point seven so I yes yeah, so yeah, yeah, so yeah. I am a zero point seven kind of girl <laughs> that's right I enjoy yeah. that I enjoy the zero point um, yeah, they all do that's all, what they all, all say. always game for a good pen for sure but you're hectic right you, this is the worst time for you because of your your day job where you got stuff happening because of tax time yeah we're i'm in the tax industry yeah dave so works for the irs i think yes yeah. no, God, no, no. <laughs> yeah that's a different show no if that no we're uh no i'm good i'm I'm good i just it was a little hectic getting uh getting out of the office to come do the show but i'm all right right now uh, i want to start by thanking uh, daniel j lewis for uh taking a very courageous uh, step and a stab at creating a new website for podcastindex.org I, I could it's, not be more delighted. Can we say that it's courageous, not because of the technical difficulty, but because of of all the uh, because of the the potential input that he's not going to like? <laughs> yeah. It, well, no, not just that. I mean, just just to go ahead and do it, and yeah. uh, it, you know, just to do. Well, yes, for all those reasons. Um, now he had promised it, and I actually had screenshot. <laughs> I remember some thread a while back, several months ago, and he's like, "Yeah, we need this, we need that." I said, "Well, why don't you do it?" <clears throat> and he did it. And he did it. And I screenshot that. I'm like, "Let's see if because I can always go back and if someone bitches about this, say, hey man, you said you would do it.'" <laughs> and I never need to pull it out because he did it, and he intuitively he did all the right things. I think you know with the, with the three sections. I mean, mm-hmm. there's there's things that. I'll have input on, but the, this is my problem is how do I actually see what the website will look like? You know, it's like, 
and <clears throat> I, I can I can figure out where to make changes in code. I guess I could figure that out. I, I you know, or or suggestions or whatever. It's just uh, I can't really see the whole thing rendered. I want to see where all the links go to all of that stuff. It depends. What do you? I don't want to just. Um do something for you that you would rather do yourself. So, I mean, if you'd rather do it yourself, I can show you how to set up the dev environment. It's well, not well, what super is, hard. What it's is the easiest thing for me? Because basically I just need to see this thing so that yeah. I can say, okay, on this page, you know, here's a suggestion or here's a change. Um, if it's, um, if I can then switch to something and find that copy in the, I guess in a, in a clone and then, Make that and uh, and then see that rendered. Is that how that would work? Do I do after you have React or whatever? Uh, yeah. So what you would do is you would get clone. Yeah, you would do a get clone uh, down to your you know to a directory on your machine. How about this, then, Dave uh, Jones? How about this? Yeah. Yes. When you have some time, <clears throat> <laughs> all right. That, and that and that I'm here all week, everybody. Good night. <laughs> Um, it, if you teach me how to fish, you know, I'll eat for life. So I, I'm, I'm willing yeah. to learn it. I don't think it should be that hard. I mean, I've, I've done gits before git clone. Mm -hmm. I just need to know how to set it up. So if yeah, you, or maybe someone else can help me set it up. And why is there I no one in the chat this. room? What is going on here? Uh, well, I haven't, I'm currently typing out the, uh, we're live now show episode. Let's see. Uh, showtime. Well, of course, we had the. Uh, we said we would start at twelve thirty. That's what I just put in Did there. We? Yeah, I I put it in there. Like I didn't know that. Uh... <laughs> oh, here we go. Oh, no, I'm back. I think I think maybe something okay. was wrong with my IRC client. There we okay. go. All right. Now let me open up Helipad <laughs> so we can get live boostergrams, which is the whole point of the exercise. Well, this is this is uh, the most discombobulated start to a show that we've had in a while. But anyway, back back to the website. Just a couple of things I wanted to mention. Um, okay. And I already told Daniel said I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to you about this. And, you know, in, in general, the language instead of we're doing this, we're making podcasting better. I prefer we made podcasting better. <laughs> I like that. Because yeah, we yeah. did. It, 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 it stopped making it sound like a project. We're a thing. It's, We're, not, a pro it's not a process. It's done. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's an ongoing process, but yeah, it's done. We made podcasting better. Here's what it means to you. And the things I'm missing is backwards compatible with 1.0. That's just an exp explanatory thing. <clears throat> and value for value streaming payments needs to be prominently featured. Um, and I have ideas about that, <clears throat> which I can work with Daniel on because people are coming for that. So they're coming for a whole bunch of things, but now it's hidden. Now it's just a line item under chapters and it's much bigger than just a line item under chapters. Those are the main things. Otherwise I think he's on a dynamite path. Same. Yeah, I same. really I mean, do. I really do. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm not sure. Did we talk about that? Because he seemed to pick up on the three aspects. Sort of the three angles bit. We must yeah. have discussed it a long time ago on the show. I'm thinking, uh, if it's not, just naturally, it's exactly natural what we talked about. Yeah, yeah. and and it's 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 exactly natural. And what I would like is, you know, so what what did he have as the uh, as the slogan? We're making podcasting better. Um, so 
I'd like everyone to take a stab at a, at a snappy thing, you know, a snappy slogan. Everybody can try it out. Mm-hmm. You know, so my initial, just my initial feeling is not only that, but everything should be, we've made podcasting better. Here's, here's, you know, it's here. It's, this is it. Just the whole vibe has to be, we've done it. Welcome. We're glad you, we're glad you finally showed up. Where, where have you been? We've made podcasting better and you can too. Uh, okay, Dave. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do the marketing. Okay. Maybe not. Uh, you and Daniel work together on this. Uh, cause I'm- but, but it, I'm, again, I just want to say how incredibly uh, grateful I am that, that Daniel picked that up. <clears throat> yeah, and just did it, and and I know he worked for a couple of days on it. You know that that's some real work there. That uh, I love that aspect of of open source. We had a good dev meeting this week. Yeah. Oh yes. Was, do tell. Uh, do tell. Yeah. No. It was. It was re- we talked about a lot of stuff, um, mostly around uh, the social interact tag. And um, is this where you all decided that we we're going to use Boostergram as comments instead? No. No, no, well, I mean, no, no, no. I'm being, uh, I'm being facetious, Dave, for a reason. Oh, oh okay. Well, the, the we we basically just had to tighten up the spec because the the spec has sort of been. Well, I mean, the spec as written was not was written back in August of twenty one. Mm-hmm. Is that yeah? It was, it was a long time ago, and it really has just been sort of like tweaked a little bit here and there to fit what's been happening the trajectory but it hasn't kept it just really needs to be rewritten from kind of from scratch not not that it's going to be changed demonstrably but um or very much but we just as a group just decided okay what's what's important here what can we drop what how do we bring it up to speed with what's happening right now and uh then so we we came we're going to drop platform out of there we're going to drop a whole bunch of this this huge list of supported uh platforms i mean there's a list of like 20 things in there we're going to drop all that kind of jazz out and just focus on trying to formalize social interact as a thing first and then focus on the protocols that are in use activity pub lightning uh and twitter and so because those are the things that are currently actively being used. Mm-hmm. So let's just let's just take what's actively being used, uh, work on on f- for getting a formal, you know, definition that works for those three things. And those three things are different enough to where uh, if anything else comes along, if those three things can fit without too much modification, then probably anything else can, too. But we're not going to muddy the water just the same way we did uh, with the value for value spec where we made it broad enough to where you could fit in anything. Uh, But for now, we're just going to focus on lightning because, you know, we can't solve all the world's issues for every little niche user use case. Now, when you say solve it for lightning, what does that mean? Um. Well, I mean, I mean, I mean that in reference to the value block. Oh, because, oh okay. Yeah. Because, uh, uh, well, let, let me get this off my chest. You, you were grumpy last week, by the way. Last week? Yeah, last show with John. Oh, well, you were gr- you were grumpy about comments. I'm still grumpy about comments, <laughs> and I'll tell you why. Cool. So I have now heard James Cridland twice, uh, and quite an extended uh, segment on Podland talk about 
activity, I'm paraphrasing, but here's what he's saying in, a, in 25 minutes. Activity Pub is too complicated. I couldn't figure it out. I really love what Fountain is doing. Let's just use Boostergrams for comments. And apparently Fountain has in, uh, implemented this. I'm not sure. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, they have. Okay. I take his issue with this for a couple of reasons. One, it's very rude to just say, hey, I'm, we're doing it this way when people have been working for a year and a half on creating this system. Now, that's neither here nor there, but it brings into play things that we've discussed many times and I thought we had some consensus on, which is paying for comments is kind of uncool, particularly if it's being sold as, hey, you'll make some extra money with this, which brings me to uh, two other points. One, Well, the technical one we'll get to in a second. <clears throat> My personal belief is you have now hijacked something that can actually make people money and turn it into a cheap whore for comments. <laughs> and it's a bad idea because value for value is something very specific and very few people have actually tried to do the value for value p- pitch with their audience. Um, uh, and it works quite fine here. People are uh, boosting hundreds of thousands of sats to us. But now you've cheapened it down to it's really just a mechanism to post something and you can do 10 sats or 5 sats. And you're, you're, you're kind of wrecking the whole idea. Then there's the technical argument, which we'll have our guest comment on as we have a guest in the boardroom today. <clears throat> and that is a part technical because jamming stuff into TLV records is actually a hack and everybody knows it. Um, two... And I am in the Roy uh, from Breeze camp on this, <clears throat> that let's just leave Lightning a payment network and let's not replace things like a Web 3.0 type deal because <clears throat> you're going to bloat stuff. And I just think it's it, it's cleaner to leave Lightning as a payment network that you can integrate into everything. And then there's, <clears throat> it's not really decentralized. So as a whole, you know, for your comment. You can't moderate your com- comment anymore. There's a whole bunch of things that we discussed ad nauseum going through the spec for Activity Pub that just got thrown out, and then Fountain implemented this, and Cridland's promoting it like a fork. And it, it just it made me grumpy. <laughs> it made me grumpy. You want, uh, I've got thoughts on that. Yeah, please. The, my thoughts are: it doesn't it doesn't bother me uh, for. It doesn't bother me for a couple of reasons. Number one, I don't think it's really competitive with ActivityPug comments at all. Um, because ActivityPub is, is just the language that is the language of a chat system, um, or a messaging system that already has ex- wide, extensive reach. So an activity pub is still going to be the focus for what most of commenting across cross app comments do. I think the lightning side of things I'm accept I'm accepting of it for this reason. Um I think it's it's going to be limited enough that what what you're going to see let me explain, let me try to explain it this way. Let me come at it from a different angle. The 
there's we know that when it comes to to message quality and that's subjective i understand that but i think there are some some general uh you know things we can all agree on about what's what is spam what's a high quality message what's not when it comes to qual- message quality there are la- there's sort of layers i mean you have the sort of bargain basement which is which is email sends out you know bazillion trillions of spam messages a day it's cheap it's easy and it's just a lot of it's garbage you have reddit threads which again there's it's a low friction entry point it's it's garbage or a lot of it is um and you sort of kind of go up the chain from there and if you you go up to activity pub now you're talking about there's a little bit of there's some technical prowess that has to enter into the picture in order to join the Fediverse or whatever you want to call it. Then as you kind of go up the chain, then you could say that lightning at currently at least is sort of at the begin at the top of that chain for sort of for message quality because it requires a lot of technical uh entry, a lot of technical expertise to get into it. Um and so I think I think they stand at different layers in the in the pile there. And ActivityPub is is always going to be the more the broader thing. Light, lightning um is a thing that I'm okay with existing for lightning comments as long as everybody understands that there are big drawbacks. And I think everybody after like after the dev meeting, I think everybody understands what those drawbacks are. So Alex entered into the conversation and said, uh, uh, made this exact point. He said, you know, hey, it's important that everybody remembers there's some big there's some big issues here. It's not necessarily that you have to pay, although that is you know uh, that that is a thing. But also, there are problems with TLVs, mm-hmm. exactly like you just said. Mm-hmm. It's not unlimited in size. It's it's got a cost to the network. There's also the problem with authentication and identity verification. You don't know who sent you this message, and you can't verify it currently. So that's something that's going to have to be worked on. And and actually, offline, Alex and I were throwing around some ideas on how to solve that problem this just this past week. Okay, so I missed an entire dev meeting where this did come up. Yes, it definitely did come up. It definitely did come up, and so. Uh, I'm, I think that it's good that uh, see you know I think I think James is complaining about the complexity of of activity pub yes, a he little is. bit late uh, late in the game because <clears throat> yeah he's not he's not even using Threadcap yet which is John Spurlock's well, also, way of also <clears throat> to be it easy. I, I wanted to say one thing because I do here's what here's what I appreciate about this whole situation we have users who are using something. And if anything, uh, we're bad at listening to users, and those users can be users who use apps uh, and enjoy podcasts or podcasters. So when I see this, I'm I'm very cognizant that hey, here's a user doing something on his on his or her own accord. We need to pay attention to that. Mm-hmm. So so while I don't like it, I feel it's very important that we discuss it. So I'm glad that this came up, and I guess there's some kind of consensus. Oh, we are getting uh, boostergrams, by the way, but only from only from Breeze. I think uh, I've asked Tim 
to take a look, but I think that the LN pay stuff just locks up when too many people are trying to send. I don't know. <clears> give <throat> a shot. Yeah, I, 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 have no, I have nothing from LN Pay. Um, anyway, uh, from the technical side, I can tell you that th- there's going to be a lot of uh, jihad about uh, doing this in TLVs, but we already have that a little bit. Yeah, I mean we 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 broke that <laughs> we broke that brain a long time ago. That, <clears throat> well, the the thing about the thing about t- the well the thing about Lightning comments. Is people just have to, have to understand that that's never. No, I'm not. I'm, let me take away the word never. That is that is a much harder barrier to entry over Activity Pub, and for that one reason alone, it's not going to be as as widely popular. Like it's just too it's just too difficult. So how let, let's say let just pick uh, RSS.com. If they want to support uh, cross-app commenting root posts for all their podcasters out of the box, there's no way they're going to do it through Lightning. No. They can't. And so the Activity Pub is the way to go for that. Now, if if James uses, if he starts using ThreadCap, um, John Spurlock's latest uh, thing, it it de-obfuscates, excuse me, it obfuscates all of this. Uh-huh. You just basically point it at a, at a social interact tag URL and it literally just sucks the entire thing out. It doesn't matter if it's in Twitter mm-hmm. or lightning comments or activity pub or any of that stuff. Like it's dead simple. Why don't we bring in our guests since we've been yapping together for 20 minutes quite rudely. No, we have a guest. Yeah, <laughs> we do have a guest yeah. uh, from an undisclosed location. Ladies and gentlemen, no one knows what he looks like, but he is famous everywhere on the interwebs. Please welcome the one and only there. Gigi. Hey guys, thanks for having me. To do a little more enthusiasm, it's like it's like we're all hyped up. You're like, hey guys, what is he? The mask singer here? Come on, man! It's a it's little discon- to- it's a little disconcerting sitting across the boardroom table from, from right when you're from wearing such- that mask. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's 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 very hot in the suit, so it's very hard to be enthusiastic. <laughs> the green suit, yes, yeah, exactly. Gigi, you are um, you are a, a legend on the internet. Um, certainly, uh, well known for your writing uh well known for your uh, your bitcoin maximalism would you like how would you describe yourself to introduce uh, yourself to the uninitiated yeah i'm probably best described as uh, a bitcoiner um that's how i would classify myself uh i i don't necessarily agree with the you know like toxic maximalist label and so on it's um it's something that was adopted by bitcoiners over time but it started from from the shitcoiner crowd, you know, it was used as a um, as an insult almost. But anyway, I I actually I uh, I would like to kind of say one or two things uh, about the comment issues and so on. Yes, because I, I I agree with a lot of what you said, there, Dave. But it's 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 obvious that those kind of systems always run into the same issues. And uh, two of the things you already mentioned, it's um, like, do you want to have spam protection? And if you have spam protection, how do you do this? And there are two ways to solve this problem, kind of. One of them is like, make you make people pay for it so that you get rid of like the spam farms and millions of comments because it will just, you know, like it's an economic problem almost. It's like, what is your return on investment with the spam? And if mm-hmm. you... With every comment, if it costs like a fraction of a penny, then 
you know, like you, you might kill all the spam farms and the spam bots and the bot, bot armies immediately. And it's also related to identity, as you mentioned, you know, like you, you want to have a, a system that is resistant to civil attacks. You don't want to have like, and uh, what Adam just mentioned, you know, you want to have some moderation, maybe, you know, it depends on like how you, how you want to play this. And if you have moderation, it's, it's no use to, you know, delete a comment by someone or, or or disable an account and it's very very easy to spin up like a million new accounts you know like that's i think i think that the nature of of these systems is such that you always run into these problems and so i i think um the comment i wanted to make is that um you, you mentioned that the barrier to entry to use uh, uh lightning comments is very high and i i kind of agree but the alternative is to have an account somewhere, you know, like have some, some system that is permissioned and you, you create an account and, uh, then you have an identity and then you can use, uh, the comment system, you know, and, and lightning kind of solves this in a roundabout way, so to speak, where your identity is tied to your lightning wallet and you pay for the comment, which is kind of uh, one kind of spam protection. So I'm just, I'm just trying to say, you know, like it's, it's trade-offs all the way down. I don't think there is a one size fits all solution. Yeah, I don't, and and I think that uh, the barrier the barrier to entry thing is going to lessen over time. Uh, but I, I am skeptical that the because I hear you hear this a lot. You hear that, um, or not a lot, maybe, but you hear that if you have to pay for comments, that you get a higher quality. And I I agree with that from a spam farm perspective, where you have just massive amounts of Viagra spam going out into the world. But there's another layer of sort of low quality commenting that doesn't really get dealt with when it comes to that. And that's just sort of troll type comments, mm-hmm. because if it, if a comment only costs you one sat, <coughs> it's really not a barrier. You know, that's if not if a you recall barrier. the way Sphinx chat does it, um, which I was always enamored by, is they had a staking system. Mm-hmm. So it would be like you would, uh, for each comment, you would stake uh, uh, 100 sats. And after several hours, that 100 sats would come back. If you turned out to be a spammer, then you would lose it. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah that's, a, that's an interesting con- Yeah, I, I like that. That was, a little, that was a little different than, uh, than just paying for something. That's yeah. a small amount. Well, that, you know, it, when it comes to this, you know, the, the challenge we've had the last really few weeks, and this is another barrier to entry, is... Um, and it's a little bit off topic, but is is getting people up and running with lightning. I mean, because what we want, obviously, you know, all of us w- want is people to have their own keys. Yeah. We want non-custodial. We want people to have their own keys. The The good solution for that is something like an umbral. But lately, that has been a real challenge. The, 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 tour, the, the tour network is not holding up it's into the bargain on this whole thing. It is these, these tour channels are falling down. They're unreliable. Like it's, it's taking, you know, days and days just to get somebody with an umbral up and running where they can receive, where they can receive payments. And I, and I want, and I wonder if this is, it seems like, and Gigi, maybe you have some view on this, but it seems like channel opens. They're either good or, or you're going to wait and you may have to wait a long time and then the, the graph doesn't get updated. Something's failing somewhere, and it may be L&D related. I don't know. 
Yeah. I don't know either. Yeah, I, I think I, um, we have to differentiate. I'm sorry. I, I think I might have a little bit of a lag, but um, I, I think we have to differentiate between multiple things because, as you point out, we, we want users to hold their own keys, um, which means that they have non-custodial access to the funds because as we... Uh, can observe what's currently happening in the world. Everyone is getting deplatformed. Users, companies, whole countries, countries, and, baby, and whole countries, being deplatformed <laughs> in in a monetary. Yeah, there you go. And being deplatformed in a in a monetary sense uh, is is like an existential threat. And we obviously want to move away from that. And I think all of that is related. You know, like you, if you want to be censorship resistant, it means that you kind of have to adopt the responsibility of doing it yourself. And withholding your keys, that's kind of easy, you know, like you write down 12 words in the Bitcoin world and, and that's it. With running your own node, it's already a bit more of a hassle. And this is where Umbrella comes in. You know, Umbrella makes this way, way, way easier than uh, it was before. And other full node solutions like Raspberry Blitz and others uh, exist as well. So I think we're on a good path there of making the, this um, easier for people to kind of host their own critical infrastructure. But the the problem currently with Lightning is that managing channels and managing liquidity is is a big challenge still because Lightning is so young and we we as a like technical community we still have to figure out how to do this properly. And again, like this is not it's not only about solving technical problems. These are also economic problems. And this is why Currently, Lightning service providers and, and those kind of um, service-based solutions are popping up where um, just like with internet service providers, you don't have to take care about a lot of the you know nitty-gritty technical details, but you can just use someone else's service to... Um, to access lightning so to speak uh, or to access liquidity but this again you know like it it all <laughs> it always comes down to the same issue uh once you rely on a on an external service um you have a trusted third party that that yeah. um can interfere with the things you want to do yeah i think so let me sort of go sideways here for a second the the idea you brought up you know sort of toxic bitcoin maximalism and i want to talk about that idea for a while but you know in a i kind of want to start in a specific way the uh, there is something that that we've been thinking and talking about and i say we i'm talking about me uh, me and alex uh, we've kind of been going back and forth on this on text message and stuff is there there's this notion of clearly bitcoin is is in the lead so to speak like it is it's the only th- the way I see it, and you know, the way I think many many people see it within within halls of power, even is that it it is the thing it is the digital currency the, or the digital uh, crypt, crypto coin, so to speak, that most closely look resembles money. You know, you look at other things like Ethereum uh, and other blockchain based you know coins, uh, shit coins, all coins, whatever you want to call them. You look at those things and they don't, they have function, they have utility. They, they may be good at distributed apps, they may be good at DAO, they may be good at things, but they're not, they don't have the, the properties that we closely associate with what a money is. And so for that, for that standpoint, Bitcoin is clearly in the lead when it comes to uh, a possible digi- accepted digital currency. And, and I think we all hope that it gets to that point. Um, 
but then in order to get there, there's some things that seem to have to happen. And those are the things that give you a little bit of unease. Like, uh, like I expressed it to, to Alex last night. I said, well, you know, I, I often have this sort of Darwin's dilemma where I think in the back of my mind, you know, this is fantastic that we're going to get this. You know, it looks like a real possibility that we could get and accept Bitcoin accepted in, in the halls of government around the world as an as as valid programmable money. But then at the same time, I think back and I'm like, well, in order to get there, are we going to have to do things like like Wasabi Wallet is having to do right now, which is distance itself, start filtering UTXOs, distancing itself from 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 anything that looks like criminal activity. And in the process, what we've done is we've we've unwittingly ushered in the era of the cashless society and the currency surveillance state. Like, do you have any thoughts on that? <laughs> I have a lot of thoughts on that. <laughs> Go for it. Because <laughs> um, the wasabi here, thing freaked here. a lot of people out. You know, it really did. Okay, I, I oh, don't know. Absolutely. I don't know what the was. I no, understand uh, what unspent uh, UTXOs are, but what I, what exactly was wasabi doing? Because I missed that. You go. You go should, for it. Yeah, I, you talk I about it. Yeah. All right. Yeah, go for it. Okay. I, I. I just. Just for the record, you know, here I am. I thought we were gonna talk about uh, the freedom of value and value for value and all of the jazz. But I'm game to talk about <laughs> Bitcoin maximalism and <laughs> coin join wasabi stuff and so on. Like, uh, but um, it's okay. Let me start out with saying that all of it is very kind of complicated because Bitcoin and especially Bitcoin privacy is complicated. So, all right, Bitcoin as everyone should know, is nothing but a public ledger. You know, like it's a list of transactions and everyone can look at them and verify them. This is also why Bitcoin is so important because it's so transparent and you can, it all kind of relates to each other. It's like this, this Gordian knot of multiple things. And also the, the verification part and the fact that you can run a Bitcoin node, um, it all it all is required to have this fixed limit of 21 million. And I think, you know, like I, I know I will go now on a long tangent, but I think all of this is very important. So the idea of Bitcoin is to separate money from state. And Dave, you just mentioned that um, Bitcoin, it's great that, you know, Bitcoin might get government acceptance and so on. The point is Bitcoin doesn't need government acceptance. Bitcoin works whether it is accepted by governments or not. You can use Bitcoin right now. And so Essentially, Bitcoin is gray market, black market money. If Bitcoin doesn't work on the black market, Bitcoin doesn't work at all. That's that's the whole idea. The problem with Bitcoin privacy is that it's a completely transparent ledger. So if your activity on the Bitcoin network can be related to your real identity, then you can also be tracked. There are ways to circumvent this. You can think about it a little bit like encryption, even though like the analogy breaks down really quickly, but it's like if if you if you um, enter into an encrypted communication with someone, even though other people can see that this encrypted messages are sent back and forth, they cannot read them. You know, like that's it's and it's it's it's. Yeah, but they can still to, follow the trail, which is exactly what NSA does. Just follow follow who's connected to who. Right. That is true. Like you, you can still have uh, some access to uh, uh, metadata and so on. Like all of that is true. But in in Bitcoin, it's like you can uh, um, you can make use of a certain technique, which is 
which is usually called coin joints. I like to refer to them as collaborative transactions because that's what they are. So you come together, usually when you do a Bitcoin transaction, and now we're going to get technical, all your inputs are controlled by the same party. So Bitcoin has this UTXO system. Again, it comes back to to um, validation and verification. So you, the whole Bitcoin network, since the first block, since block zero, since the genesis block, you can analyze and it's basically this big tree, you know, like it's like a, a big tree structure and every single Bitcoin transaction creates like a new branch. And we call the leaves of these branches UTXOs, short for unspent transaction output. So it is it is basically the money in your pocket, the money that you have not spent yet. And the Bitcoin leaves a trail of all the spendings so you can see where the money went. And this is terribly important because you have to make sure that there are not more than 21 million bitcoins in in existence you know like this all of it hangs together so so this is the, the the root of the problem kind of all right so what do you do in this transparent system you come together and you create a collaborative transaction and this you can you can basically and okay take this analogy with a large grain of salt but it's it's basically let's say you all have a $1 bill and let's say magically you can trace these these $1 bills um, um, <laughs> and and so you, you all come together and you throw the $1 bills into a big pot and everyone knows that I threw a $1 bill in and you take out another $1 bill that's basically a coin join so so you right. all come together and you you you, you smelt the UTXOs together and you get the same back more or less minus a fee and then you're your past, the, the past of your Bitcoin is cleared. It's very much like cleaning your browser history, basically. Like if you want to think about it in a really stupid way. All right. So Wasabi and um, another big implementation is Samurai. What they offer is like a coordination service. So it's not, it's not a, they are, they are not a money transmitter because CoinJoin Creating a coin join is not an economic problem. It's like a coordination problem. You have to bring people together that want to do this and want to create these collaborative transactions. It's like, so doing a, so- it's like coordinating a ring of fire in lightning. <laughs> yeah, yeah pretty bad, much, pretty much. Bad, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that's why um, Lightning Network Plus or whatever it's called, sites like this exist, where you can, you can announce that you want to create a ring of fire and it should have five participants and uh, these are the conditions and so on and everyone signs up and says yeah i want to participate and once everyone is together you can do it and that's it and um like we we had legal precedents of those kind of issues it's very much like the pirate bay is not a file host you know like it's it, it's right. just linking to other things and this is relevant because Wasabi and Samurai are centralized coordinators. So they are coordinating coin join rounds, but they are, they are not touching any money ever. And currently, um, especially in the European Union and in, in other countries as well, but there are regulations being worked out that want to kind of classify all kinds of things as, as money transmitters that want to impose right. draconian <clears throat> There's your problem. KYC and AML laws um, on those kind of services. You know, it's, it's, it's like you, for, for to, to pick another example, you can do coin join coordination on an IRC server, you know, like you can automate this and you just post messages to an IRC server and it's the same, it's the same thing. And so what, uh, what governments want to do is like, outlaw these kind of messages and outlaw these kind of coordinations and wasabi preemptively um said okay like this regulation is coming it's inevitable and thus we um we, we we're gonna start working with coin 
uh, with chain surveillance companies and we're gonna in the end censor transactions and so on and i think this is <coughs> terrible and it sets a terrible precedent and again talking of of precedents we we had this before it, it was with lava bit and that was that was known you know like uh, right. lava bit just offered email services that are encrypted and the government came knocking and um lava bit did i think the ethical correct thing yeah, and shut they shut down, down. yeah they shut yeah, down and deleted all the records and in my <clears> opinion wasabi should have done the same but we should also differentiate between wasabi the company and wasabi the implementation because wasabi is open source software and you can spin up your own uh, coordination service and your own coordinator and uh set the coordinator of your wasabi service to something else and then everything just works again so to speak you know it's it's very much like you know you can just hop to a different irc server and you're still good to go but it's it's um <laughs> this is the whole wasabi story and it's it's like i don't know how how deep we 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 want to go into this i i no, think privacy and fungibility is yeah we don't have to go too but I, I really just wanted to kind of sit like that that's a good explanation for everybody because i think that 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 something came to head to a head in my mind about this whole thing. When, when I was thinking about there's sort of what Bitcoin maximalism really is and whether or not it's prepared to have this discussion of, because there's, there's Bitcoin maximalists out there, quote unquote, that are, uh, that do their whole goal is not to get, government acceptance of bitcoin as currency and then there's the same people claiming to be bitcoin maximalists who that is what they passionately care about and those two things don't seem to mix to me well well let me put it like this okay i think we all agree the internet is a good thing and the free exchange of information is a good thing right yeah so what this is about is like the internet works whether governments want it to work or not okay like you can you can build an internet for yourself you take two computers and you network them together and if it gets big enough you basically have an internet right like that's mm. the whole idea is to have one network on on standard protocols that just work together it's like a language you know and when two people meet and speak the same language that's where the english language is you know with the internet and tcpip and all these protocols that you you dave know very very well if two computers multiple computers uh, come together um, then this thing is being brought into existence, you know? And mm. the thing is, do we want to convince governments that this is a good thing? And do we want to kind of, you know, like, do, do we want to outlaw this? Or do we want to accept this for what it is and build useful tools for people? And with Bitcoin, it's exactly the same thing, you know? Like, do we want to outlaw Bitcoin and push it underground, Bitcoin doesn't care. It will still work. You know, Bitcoin is dark market money, always has been, you know, it will always work just like, just like the internet, you know, like it's, it's, it, it, it is built up on principles that are, that are just <laughs> kind of eternal principles, you know, like you, right. you cannot shut down Bitcoin. That's the whole point. But it's, I don't think it's healthy for a society to make Bitcoin illegal because in the end, there are a lot of people that don't have access to finances. And also like the, 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 the big problem that we currently have is that money is not separate from the state and the state willy-nilly expands the monetary supply and so on. All of right. these are kind of separate issues and Bitcoin kind of solves them all at once. And that's, I think, why Bitcoin is so terribly important. But I think, you know, cheering on um el salvador for example for accepting bitcoin as legal tender is kind of it's you can think about it what what you want i think you know um 
I think it's it's good to see that some governments at least see this for what it is, which is freedom money. And they, they are like, okay, we, we don't want to push it underground. We don't want to make it illegal. So let's let's build something around it. You know, like this is, it's just like the internet, you know, like you have new, new business models, new things that you can build on top that are very valuable for a society. And mm. um, that's, that's my position, at least on this. So you could say that, that it's, um, that it really depends on the situation, because if you could say El Salvador, I can feel two different ways about it. I can say El Salvador, when I see El Salvador accept Bitcoin as, as currency, as a legal tender, then I can say, well, that feels good to me because El Sal- the El Salvadorian people are dealing with oppressive uh, monetary, uh, an oppressive monetary situation, and this gives them some measure of relief from that. But then I can also look at something like the U.S. or the EU, and I can see them uh, making sort of nods to bit, you know, Bitcoin as as potential money in the future. And that can also freak me out at the same time and say, well, what am I going to have to give up in order to make that happen? How do you mean that? I, I'm not sure I, I understand in what in like, what term, like what, what giving up? Like in order to get there, are we going to have to start doing things like Wasabi is doing, filtering UTXOs, adhering to draconian, uh, you know, regulations that get, see, like, in, in order, it's like, okay, here's the path the pathway to accepting, you know, Bitcoin as digital currency within the U.S. could be the pathway could look like all of these oppressive steps. And do well, we really no, want to get there or not? That, that's that's not going to be Bitcoin. You know, that's going to be something else. And and I right. think that's the important part that is to be understood in Bitcoin. And you 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 kind of. Um, halfway asked a question before, like what what is Bitcoin maximalism, or 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 you you define Bitcoin maximalism for yourself. I think Bitcoin maximalism is is just like an 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 economic viewpoint. It's like a monetary viewpoint. Yeah, I agree it's, with it, that. It, it, it is it is like who should be in charge of the money printers? Bitcoin does away with the money printers. No one should be in charge of the money printers. Everyone can print Bitcoin if you start mining, you know. But there will never be more than 21 million Bitcoin, you know, 21 million, that's it. And the way that Bitcoin works is that you can do everything yourself. You can mine yourself, you can hold your own keys, you can run your own node. You should hold your own keys and you should run your own node. You define what Bitcoin is for yourself and no one can interfere with this decision. So your hypothetical scenario of the US or, or, or the European Union changing Bitcoin so that it is more compliant this, this does not exist. If you understand Bitcoin and you use it correctly, you decide what software to run and you define the consensus parameters and they cannot change that. And it's very much like, for example, the, Eng- the English language or chess. If you want to play chess, you just play chess with a body and you play by the rules of chess as you know them. And if the EU comes and says, okay, we're going to change the rules of chess and you, you know, like, you know, like we, we're going to make the board size twice as large and we're introducing five new pieces and what have you, it, it doesn't, it doesn't face you. You can just play chess as you always played it. And Bitcoin is just like that. It's just, it's not round based. It always goes, goes on. And the, the rules of the game, the consensus parameters are part of the software and are part of the transactions, are part of, of the whole system. And so changing it is, almost impossible you know like that's that's what uh, block size wars were about like if you change bitcoin in a way that it is 
not backwards compatible, you create a new coin. And that's what happened with Bcash and all the rest of the shit. Yeah, no, no, I totally agree with that. I totally understand that. I guess I'm thinking more of just the regulation that layers on top of the acceptance of it. Like, uh, okay, yeah, sure, you can, uh, yeah, Coinbase no longer has to send out. We, the U.S. magically says, okay, now you do not have to treat uh, Bitcoin as property. Now you, uh, we're all going to treat it as currency, and it's just it's going to be just like holding dollars in the bank account. But in order in order to in order to have this this uh, uh, this treatment uh, on your Coinbase account or your you know pick pick whichever exchange you want. In order to have this feature, uh, you are going. You cannot use coin joins. You must. Everything must be vanilla uh, block. You know blockchain transactions, and the government can see every single UTXO. Now there's no need for. Now you don't even have the protection of six hundred dollar limits on ten ninety nines. Yeah, but hold now on, hold on a second, hold everything. on a second. I, I'm I'm with Gigi on this. That has nothing to do really with the core reason for Bitcoin. Which is truly at the source of the money. All this other, it's <clears throat> when you have a perfect money, it's going to be perfect in every way. It's going to be perfect in transparency, too. <clears throat> and I, I don't believe Bitcoin was created to circumvent or deal with in, in any way the IRS. That's a whole let, different layer. Let, let me bring this back to something that you are very familiar with, namely podcasting. It doesn't matter if the government outlaws RSS podcasting still works you know like it's it's you have to differentiate between <laughs> multiple things here and again bitcoin was born out of the kind of motivation to remove the interference of the state and uh, like to 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 separate money and state this is the main motivation of bitcoin you know like yeah, but I would say creation. Like, I would say creation of money and policy, not necessarily. It's, it's, it's uh, about the. Uh, it's about the issuance, issuance yes. and control of money. Yes, controlling the monetary flows and controlling who is allowed to issue new money. Yeah, this is the root of all monetary evil. Like, if in in and and you cannot do it in a way like a free market for money does does not exist. You are not free to use whatever money you want to use. And this is the whole reason why Bitcoin is built in this very convoluted way. The reason is that no one can interfere with it and no one can shut it down. Right. And that, that is what, and, and all previous monetary experiments, like cyber money experiments, had a single point of failure and were shut down because the, government, the government came, stepped in and shut down the company that is running it and so on. And this is also why Bitcoin maximalists will tell you that every single other co- coin is a shit coin because they're all centralized. They all have father figures. They all have teams that tend to this coin. They're all running on like three nodes or, or what have you. Like they have no meaningful centralization. They are not government resistant. Only Bitcoin is government resistant. And, and this is the whole point. Yeah. It, it makes it's interesting too that and maybe some people may not realize that you don't when you say that it's censorship resistant one thing that people may not understand about bitcoin is it can be done it can be you can transact bitcoin uh just off on a piece of paper with some dice i mean like you can just you know you can you can roll a private key 
work out a transaction uh, and then you can make offline you could you could potentially I can barely get I can somebody. barely get chapters done Dave what are you making me do now with pencil <laughs> like you you could literally you know create the create a transaction offline coordinate with somebody through chat or something else and say okay I'm I'm going to broadcast this transaction to you uh, at this day and this time uh, give me a wallet get, you know you roll your own uh, key so that I have a wallet address to send to and all of this, and then you just broadcast it at that certain time. It's in that exactly. re- in that way. There's no, there's really even no traceability at all there. Exactly. So, yeah. And 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 that's what I wanted to mention before. You mentioned Coinbase and so on. Bitcoin on Coinbase is not real Bitcoin. It's just like a paper certificate <coughs> for gold. Yes. You know, like the government yeah, can step yeah. in and take it away and so on. The idea about Bitcoin is that everything is completely decentralized, and you can do everything on your own. And creating a Bitcoin account, account like in big uh, <laughs> big quotes, you know, like yeah. it's <laughs> Bitcoin doesn't have accounts because Bitcoin doesn't have an authority where you go t- towards and you re- register your account and you have to ask for permission to to open like a, a Bitcoin bank account. No, that's not how it works. Bitcoin accounts are created with mathematics and that's why you can lock yourself in the toilet with like uh, a couple of dice or, or a coin and you flip the coin 265, uh, 256 times and then you have a Bitcoin <laughs> Man, account. Hold on. As, you know, these kids these days, Dave, I mean, we you used what? to lock ourselves in the bathroom with Playboy magazine, but no, no, now kids are bringing in dice like, oh yeah, mom, leave me alone. What, no, what, I, what are you doing? What are you doing, kid? I like, I'm, I'm rolling a Bitcoin wallet. Yeah, that's how it yeah, works. Yeah, right. And, and, the re- and the reason the reason why you should do this uh, in, in in the privacy of your home is that if someone sees what you're doing, then you're compromised and they can take away your Bitcoin because your private key is nothing but information. It's just a large number, you know? Like, again, 256 bits. And you can represent this number in like 12 words or 24 words or Mm -hmm. just literally as a large number or a bunch of zeros and ones or as a QR code. And if someone has access to these 12 words, these 12 words are effectively your Bitcoin. Like, there is no difference. This this is... I love that your part. Bitcoin. Yeah. And so, and that's also why it's so powerful. And that's also why I'm saying it doesn't matter what the government does. You cannot shut this down because I can, you know, like I, I can, I can generate a random number and I can transform it by hand into 12 words and you can send me money to these 12 words and I can just like I know Adam did, you know, like I can remember these 12 words in my <laughs> yeah, brain and I yeah. can go to, to a different country. And this is very, very powerful technology. And that's also why it rubs up against the state or against nation states in general, because it is so powerful and the state does not like powerful the idea of, of having yeah. sovereign, self-sovereign people that have access to your own money that cannot be deplatformed. And that brings me back to podcasting, you know? Podcasting, it's really easy to do on your own and hosting MP3 files is very easy and hosting an RSS feed is very easy. And no one is, like, if, if someone, if, if the EU comes and passes a law that tries to change RSS or make it illegal, you know what? I can still do it and I can still put yeah. up a website and generate an RSS feed and host some MP3s somewhere. I can even do it in a decentralized way somehow or in a censorship-persistent way. I can use torrents, I can use whatever, you know? And I can just do it and there is nothing you can do about it. And that's it's the same is true for Bitcoin. And the reason why this works is it has to be, it, it needs to have a small footprint. It needs to be easy to do. Yes. For Bitcoin, you just need a random number and you need math and you need an internet connection or some way 
to transmit data. That's all it is, you know. And for podcasting as well, you need a microphone. You know, you need something that generates an MP3 or whatever, and you need some way to to host the little bit of data that the MP3 or the audio file is. And that's it. And that's where the censorship resistant property comes from. You know, like that's it's very easy to do. It has a very small footprint, and everyone can do it. Yeah, in fact, uh, the best way to get some uh, some fresh Bitcoin is what I'm doing. Uh, I've got a uh, an S9 ant miner running, and uh, I get about uh, 100 bucks a month. <laughs> there you go. I put and that in you- its own special wallet. This is my clean Bitcoin. Yeah, and and what you're doing is finding a random number. You're trying to find a random number. Yeah, and that's all that this ant miner or, or whatever machine you have is doing. It's just doing it, trying to do it very efficiently, and this. This, like, as a side effect, protects the whole Bitcoin network and, and protects the past of all transactions and so on and so forth. But you know, like, that's, that's why I'm advocating for, for these things and doing so much in the realm of education, because I think trying to find random numbers should not be outlawed, you know? And just like last week or something, the European Union tried to pass a bill where they're outlawing proof of work coins, which is basically saying we are going to outlaw trying to find a random number, you know, and I think this is ridiculous. I don't want to live in such a society. Shall I, can I interrupt you gentlemen for a moment in all this wonderful Bitcoin talk? (laughs) And uh, because, you know, while you're all talking about the future, I'm living in the now, and uh, I have uh, discovered that I was wrong. It happens. Um, We are receiving tons of boostograms from uh, from the only app that supports the the live protocol at this moment, as far as I know, which is (laughs) CurioCaster. I mistook the logo of CurioCaster for Breeze for some reason. I, I blame long COVID, actually. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> I, I need to read a couple of these because, uh, Gigi, you have turned out to be a very, very valuable guest for us. And, and I'm kind of kicking myself right now because, because you know what we do is every guest gets 10% of our value block split. And, of course, I usually put that in after the fact. I should have had it in beforehand. Because now you're missing out on all this groovy stuff. <clears throat> anyway, we've we've done quite well. I just want to share a couple of them. Uh, first of all, I see they're coming in. That's Mike Newman, uh, Rush Boost 2112, uh, for the joy of a pew pew live, he says. <laughs> uh, 32,022 stats, stats from Stephen B. Congrat- he, of, of course, is the developer of CurioCaster, uh, who wants me to wish his uh, son Jack a happy 12th birthday. It's on the... Tw- it's it's on the uh, on the twentieth, so we'll get a jump on that. See, Mike in Kansas City is boosting up a storm thirty five thirteen, still running with scissors and boosting it live, taking two boostings during today's PC two O live stream. Happy to help debug things in real time. Uh, Dreb Scott thirty thousand thirty three stats. I mean, this is incredible. People are just awesome. blast blasting us. They're just spewing sats all over our faces. There you go. That's how it should. That's how it should be done. And I, I think you know. That's also why, why all of this. And uh, let me also just say, you know, like, um, uh, just huge shout out to absolutely everyone who is working on this stuff. And of course, you know, thank you, Adam and Dave, for for building all this out with the podcast index and so on. But I think you know, like, that's how it should be done. You, you, you should not need gatekeepers that 
allow you to do certain things, you know? You should just be able to do it. It's about freedom after all. And you, with with value for value uh, um, and podcasting in particular, you like you don't need to ask anyone for permission to do this. It's permissionless. It's censorship resistant. That, that's the whole point. And you can spin up a podcast feed. You can host it yourself. You can spin up a wallet again, you know, like just <laughs> lock yourself in yeah. the toilet and <laughs> get a couple of dice and you're good to go and you can receive you can receive streaming sets right from the gate and you don't need to create an account somewhere. You don't need to ask for permission anywhere and no one can deplatform you. And I think this is incredibly important in this day and age. It's so much bigger than just comments. Wouldn't you agree, Gigi? <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> 50,000 sats from uh, Paytar. Thank you very much, Paytar. Holy crap. Can we, can we just go ahead and name this episode in the toilet with dice? I mean, is that? I, I, mean, I vote for that. As All right, I'm going to change this right now. It's in the toilet. Oh, it shouldn't be rolling dice in the can. Wouldn't that be better? Dice in the can. Yeah, Roll dice, dice in the can. Dice in the can. I'm changing it. Dice in the can. Um, so you know, but the 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 good thing though, and you you actually tweeted this uh, the other day, Gigi, is. Um, and by the way, thank thank you for your help on the value for value spec. A lot of pe- people may not realize that you got in there and did a big proofread of it and uh, changed some stuff, cleaned it up, uh, and added you added AMP support. You you really helped with that, and I, I'm very appreciative. And, and brought us you. some massive credibility. Thank you, not to be discounted. Yes, thank you. <laughs> um, oh, but, and by, are you um, are you still doing episode level splits on your podcast? Yeah, Is we're that, doing that okay. actually, and that's that's also that was the the main uh, kind of reason why I jumped on the values back in the first place because we wanted to do this, and then we saw that it's not really kind of fleshed out and implemented yet, and so yeah. we we tried to add, add this as well and uh, helped uh, with the implementation in Breeze uh, as well. And I think you know, like the the great thing about these open systems, the great thing about these protocols as opposed to platforms is that every Every little thing helps because it will be here forever. You know, those are open specs. This is open source code. So if you improve it a little bit, it it will help millions of people and it will be here forever. And and this this is such like this is <laughs> such a, a stark contrast to all the walled gardens and closed systems that will just go bankrupt one day and will go away. And this is the the big difference. You know, like it, it, you, you, if you don't, a, a protocol does not need to keep itself alive. Usually, you know, like Bitcoin is the exception. <laughs> yeah, well, you tweeted you, you tweeted this the other day about uh, the stellar uh, vision of the monetary gatekeepers in the world. Um, to uh, that they there's this thing I think it was from CNBC or no 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 it's from the Economist that said, uh, "Wow, inflation is here and nobody saw it coming." It's like, oh really? Nobody no, nobody saw that coming. So uh, I've got I've actually got some clips. There's and this and this is from CNBC. Inflation. Uh, they they're telling us that you know yeah, this is from like <laughs> this is from roughly like a year ago. Is this and, the transitory uh, bit? No, this is uh, this is how this is why we don't need to worry about inflation. To try to boost the economy, policymakers in Washington have pumped trillions of dollars into the financial system in recent months. Economic theory suggests all this money printing could create the risk of inflation. Economist Milton Friedman famously said that if there's too much money in the economy chasing too few goods, prices will rise. When inflation was surging in the 1980s, Fed Chairman Paul Volcker put Friedman's theory to the test, and it worked. 
Volcker slowed the growth of money going into the economy and raised interest rates to tame inflation. But economists say there's been a break in the link between money creation and inflation in recent years as the banking system has become more complex. Wow, just as an audio guy, Dave, what the hell? Did, did they fuck up a line and she had to re-record it in her bathroom? <laughs> this was from, was this weird. Was from still in lockdown mode <laughs> oh, uh, at the end right, of 2021. Right. Okay. Is, yeah. She was literally in her bathroom. Okay, yeah, I got this, it. I'm this sorry. is like December of 2021 when she yeah. was in the she was in the can with dice uh, <laughs> doing this doing this uh, segment. And uh, but here so there's been a break. Yes. I don't I don't think anybody knew this. There's there's now all the previous rules mm-hmm. about the way inflation works and I'm I'm going to show you these were these are this is old outdated 1930s inflation prop you know inflationary thinking uh, about what inflation is. Go ahead and play that clip. As you the probably know, the inflation. first step in the inflation plan puts 3 billion additional dollars in circulation. This will make money more plentiful, hence less valuable. With money less valuable, the purchasing power of the dollar will naturally drop. Therefore, the cost of living will be forced up. Wages will be increased to meet the higher cost of living so that the three lines will beat as one. And then, kiddies, we'll all have noodles in our soup. <laughs> Wait, can we change the title of the show to Noodles in Our Soup? Yes, yes, please do. <laughs> Noodles yes. in Our Soup or Dice in the Can, longest show title ever. <laughs> uh, so all this this old antiquated thinking of of printing money equals inflation. See, that's all broken now. No, you know, no, we, that we doesn't know, work anymore. No, you know yeah. much better than that. Yeah. Yes, modern so, monetary mm-hmm. theory. Yeah, we're infl- so we don't need to worry about it. Go ahead and say play inflation part two. The rise of the financial system and the, and the sort of the diversification of the financial system is one of the reasons why sort of the, the Milton Friedman view of the world really is not as applicable, particularly in the United States, uh, as it was in an earlier time. It's important to understand that when okay, the stop. central bank... The, the, it's important to realize who this lady is that was just talking. That is the chief economist for Citibank. <laughs> I just want I just want people to understand that's that's what she said mm-hmm. that the old Milton Friedman quote unquote model of inflation of just printing more money is no good. That that's that's no good. Oh, I mean, we need to move on. Yeah, yeah keep yeah. going. It's important to understand that when the central bank prints money today, most of it isn't in the form of physical dollar bills. Instead, the Fed creates electronic money. It uses that electronic cash to buy assets and lend to banks, injecting money into the banking system. To buy treasuries, for example, the Fed uses so-called primary dealers, a group of around two dozen big banks and brokerage firms that trade bonds. What happens when the Fed creates money is it strictly creates central bank money or reserves. Those are held by the banking system. Now, the banks decide you know, what, what they're willing to lend out into the economy. That means that even if the Fed is pumping a lot of money into banks like it is today, the money won't reach the hands of consumers until banks lend it out. <laughs> yeah, this is this is the the magic reserve notes which are on the other side of the banks. It's a beaut- yeah. it's a beautiful. Not inflationary at all, by the way. Mm-mm. No, it's not inflationary because <laughs> you don't give it to people. You just give it, it to the banks. banks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, For and, two no, weeks, a couple months, you know, whatever you need, bro. Ignore the fact that that's actually worse than giving it to people because of the because of the of the uh, multiplicative effect of you know fractional reserve banking. Mm-hmm. Don't don't worry about that. But you know, yeah, this is these are these are the uh, problems that 
uh, you know, not just Bitcoin, but uh, the the Bitcoin, you know, ethos is trying to solve is this sort of idiocy right here that is constant. Like they, these are the smartest people in the room, so to speak, and they <laughs> they constantly miss ever going back to Alan Greenspan. Not even, you know, not seeing the housing bubble and the dot-com bubble coming six months previous to it. I mean, these people get it wrong every but, single time. But here's the thing, and I've, I've said that here's, here's what I've always seen. If And I know many, many people in banking, but I have one friend who left specifically for his kids, moved to Texas. And even politicians, when, when it comes time to raise the debt limit, it's always a political football in the United States. Yeah. But what's interesting is none of them believe that that'll that the, you, we won't. Of course, we're going to raise the debt limit because you know we we back the full you know the dollar has the full backing of the United States. It, it's logical to them. It's like the sun rises. That's how we know that we will raise the debt limit, which allows for more creation of more money. Similarly, people in the financial system who work in it, it's like it's like, they look at you like they don't even understand where you're coming from that you don't know how it works this is seriously they'd be like don't you understand how i mean the money gets made there and it comes through and then you know it's more every year don't you get that and they don't there's no cognition about what that should mean because it's been going on for so long it's just baked into the system so it's not that they um don't get it they literally don't know it yeah, I agree. I think I think, but I think that's that's kind of um, the whole point of the whole system is to make it so complicated that even those on the inside don't understand yeah. anymore yeah. what's going on. So the public, of course, cannot figure out um, how the current system works, and um, everyone just trusts it. And as you say, you know, it it uh, has worked for a long time, and so there is no reason to believe that it will not continue to work. But we should not make like. No mistake, the, the, the insanity, the full-blown insanity of the system started in 1971 when yes, we sir. completely removed the coupling to but, gold. And, here, and here's what's crazy, Gigi. We are in a fractal right now. 70s, we had uh, oil crisis, we had energy crisis. Of course, it was all a part of, uh, uh, of how we changed everything. We're at the same spot here. We're about to change the money system. We have a war going on. Back then, it was Vietnam. We have um, um, uh, we have supply chain. It, we have it's we're living through this fractal, and they mm-hmm. are going to do their CBDC or whatever the hell yep. they're going to do their revaluation. I've heard all kinds of things, and I'm sure you're well aware of the XRP will be the the token of the future. Um, you know, with the quantum financial system, it's off world. <laughs> I mean, I've 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 read it all. I've seen it all. Uh, <laughs> To me, the, 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 the only danger the, the fiat system faces right now is not from Bitcoin. The danger the fiat system faces is stablecoin. That is literally, by definition of what they are, inflationary. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I agree with what you're saying. I think that the danger of the fiat system is that it implodes too quickly. And I think that's why... And it always goes with fighting to... and bombs and killing people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think, you know, like to, to, to kind of come back to, to the insanity of money creation is like, if you have a possibility to create money, you only need like an emergency and then you will use the money printer, you know, like just, just imagine right. th- th- this thought experiment. Let's say you have a valid 
money printer in the cellar and you promise not to use it. And then something terrible happens in your family and, uh, I don't know, your child has a terrible disease and you suddenly need half a million dollars. Of course you're going to use it, you know? And, and that's what happens over and over and over again every time this experiment is being tried. And if you just look at history, we have tried this experiment of fiat money, of just creating money out of, the, out of thin air, multiple times over. And it's responsible in part for the fall of empires, you know, like mm-hmm. you, once you, once you decouple money, base money from reality so that you can just make it up for any reason whatsoever, then things go really bad really quickly because yeah. money is a very, very important tool. It's not only a tool, it's like a psychotechnology, you know, like it's like language, it's like speech, well, it's and, like and, numeracy. And it's also, you know, we're in a, in, a, in a war right now of networks, you know, social networks, electricity networks, energy networks, uh, computer networks, but also financial networks. And, you know, when you, rem- when you change something in a network, I just know enough about network effects when you change something in a network, like removing an entire country from it, it's central banks, selected banks, uh, <clears throat> when you remove, I mean, I, I, I heard Todd from Blueberry saying, shit, man, we got Russian podcasters who can't pay their bill. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, 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 and now all of a sudden he doesn't hate Russia that much. You know, it's like, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how to help these guys. I'm like, how about some Bitcoin? Why don't you take that? But, but, yeah. but I think that, and, and by the way, I've not heard anywhere, um, you know, when, uh, when, uh, when Putin calms down or let's say even if Putin gets kicked out, they elect a new leader, uh, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll bring Russia back onto SWIFT. I haven't heard that noise and I don't think they plan on doing it. So these are big ass changes. And, you know, to say they're dumb, they didn't think it through. I think they certainly did because what it comes down to, you said it, emergency, we got a climate emergency. Seven hundred billion dollars of this one point five trillion was a lot of it was climate emergency related. So on one hand, we're we're debasing the dollar by printing more. On the other hand, we're using the printed money to remove the petrodollar status. It's an obvious attack on the dollar. Well, I want to bring this, but I th- I think Gigi, you brought up a point. I think there's a philosophical point to be made here. You brought this this idea up, and I think this relates to about the, having the money printer in the basement. And I, I think this relates back to all, all this stuff is tied together. It, it naturally is in, in my mind that this is also the reason why you don't uh, – where you have to be extremely careful, and I would say really uh, never uh, embark on the path of censorship, is because – it's this this idea of um, I've I've kind of been thinking about this idea of like if having a thing behooves the use of that thing. So j- there's just there's something about having something available to you to use that makes you it makes it inevitable that you're going to use it. So like you I'll, you know you gave a thought experiment a while ago. I'll give you another one. Imagine a world where. Every household in the entire world globally has a lock, a locking mechanism on it that's centrally connected to um, some uh, like the UN or the WHO. And you can say, okay, we'll never, we're never actually going to use this thing, but we do, we do have it. We just want to have it. And so, uh, but we're actually, but trust us, we're never actually going to use it. Well, you know, the the moment that you have a thing like that where you know at the push of a button you can lock everyone in their homes instantaneously of course you're going to use it things are going to happen pandemics 
all these kinds of things. And you can be very sure that that thing is going to be used. And it's the same thing with censorship. Once, mm-hmm. once you empower global, um, global technology companies to have the power to remove and censor, mm-hmm. once you've given them that technology, of course they're going to use it. And they're going to start using it constantly for all kinds of stuff that you don't it's want. It's an emergency. Yeah. 100%. Yes. 100%. And that was also one of the main points of a long piece I wrote on, on value for value. That, and the main point was that free speech platforms cannot exist. If you have the ability to censor or filter or monitor or deplatform people, this will be used. There will be an emergency found. There will be like speech found that is extreme. Well, it's all over. So it's already all, it's all yeah, over yeah, the of, place. Of course, it's happening everywhere. Yeah. Of course. And that's why free speech uh, protocols are so important. And that's also why free speech money as a protocol is so important. And that is, of course, why Bitcoin is so important. And in the end, it always comes back to to very philosophical questions of like power and control and those kind of things. And and like, for example, the question around free speech is basically who should be allowed to speak and about what? And our collective answer in the West was everyone should be allowed to speak. The logos is sacred and there is nothing off limits, you know, like you should be allowed to discuss everything because we learn the hard way that there is two ways to resolve conflict. It's either through speech or through violence. And speech is preferable to violence. I prefer to be grumpy. That just seems better. If I'm grumpy, it works. <laughs> well, you know, in eth- in ethics, there's this notion of uh, ought implies can. So if you're going to hold somebody morally responsible and say that they ought to do something, then it's inherent. It's inherent in that in that uh, idea that they have the ability to do that thing. If you're going to say you should mm-hmm. do it. Uh, you you just presuppose that they have the ability to yeah. do it, and I think there's you can reverse that in this scenario and say there's also the idea of can maybe can compels ought. Yeah. Like if you can do something, you're going to do it. <laughs> you know. Yeah, exactly, and that's also why I think that Bitcoin is a technical answer to a, like a, a moral and philosophical problem because the question is who should be allowed to issue and control the money. And the current answer in fiat money is governments and banks and so on and so forth, you know, and they have the ability to deplatform, they have the ability to print money, which is will money into existence, which dilutes everyone else's money, which basically enriches them without like just just because, you know, they don't that, that that's what's so outrageous about this, you know? A normal person has to work his whole life or her whole life to make like a million bucks, you know, and it's very, very hard. And there is a separate part of the population that can just print a button and they have a million bucks, you know, like that's, it's, it's very unjust. And it's, so and it's, it's a question about morality. For this very reason that this rule exists, that if people have it, they will use it, that I am even more convinced now that the UFOs have blocked the launch of nuclear weapons. <laughs> They're not going to fire. I'm not worried about <laughs> nuclear war. I haven't been ever since I heard about the UFOs disabling them. I'm like, someone would have pushed the button by now. (laughs) No, you're not getting a theremin (laughs) from me today. But but just just to to maybe finish this thought about answering the question of who should be allowed to issue and control the money, 
with gold and that's what you rightly pointed out that you know like all the hard money folks they want to solve this problem and they're all in the in the same boat so to speak and i i kind of agree with that you know and with gold it was like okay let's say quote unquote god created gold and distributed it all across the earth and everyone who is willing to dig for it you know gets the gold so this is gold mining of course and who can who can like control the flow of gold because it is decentralized in gold coins, you know, and of course, you know, they're stamped, blah, blah, blah. We can't get into like deep philosophical debates about that. But still, like I can hand you a gold coin and there is right. nothing anyone can do about it. You know, that's the whole idea. It's, that's where there's, again, yeah. because it is distributed, that's why it's censorship resistant. That's why, that's why cash is so, uh, that's, that's why cash is so important for society. And that's also why in general, like the powers that be want to get rid of, of cash. And the Bitcoin answer, which is again a technical answer to to like a, a a question of philosophy and morality, the Bitcoin answer to who should be allowed to issue and control the money is basically everyone should be allowed to have access to the money, and no one is allowed to print money. You know, like twenty one million Bitcoins exist, you cannot make more. It's just they are basically hidden in mathematical space and all that miners do is dig out those 21 million Bitcoins and it is fixed in time. That's why the, the right. issuance of Bitcoin is known. That's, you can think of it as like a substance that the harder you try to find it, the harder it will be to find. This is the difficulty adjustment of Bitcoin. Yes, so the harder you dig into the ground, the more scarce it gets. Dave and I have uh, agreed we are retiring at block height 1 million. There you go. That's how you do it. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Bitcoin is the tr- is the true time. Speaking of yeah. uh, speaking of cash, uh, Dave, shall we thank some people? I'm a little cognizant of your time today. You have to. Oh yeah, sure. Get back. Uh, you uh, got. You want to stick around and hear some uh, boostergrams, uh, Gigi? Always, always. Shall I start off with what's come in live here? A couple more things, Dave. Sure. Because uh, we got to figure out how to do this now. Uh, this is this is a great way to raise funds for the, for the project. I'll tell you that. Thirty three, thirty three from Cotton Gin. I'm boosting while getting a haircut. The stylist is bewildered. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> then uh, uh, we got a whole slew of hundred sat boosts, uh, unknown from who, but also a ten k boost from Tim K over there to Ellen Pay, who of course is powering a lot of what we're doing. Oh, boost 10K baby from Tim K. I love it. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. No, I, I, cause I, I sent out the bat signal. I said, man, people are boosting, but that's not coming through. It's only coming through from Breeze. And of course, I'm an idiot. It was coming through from Curiocaster all the time. Uh, Cold Acid gets a, a tip of the hat for 3333 three, three for, uh, his command line boost, the gram. Oh. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. <laughs> uh, let me see. Who else did I get here? Uh, Brian of London, 1948. By far the hardest part of my relearning to code has been my experience setting up dev environments. But once you get it working, it's great. So, yes. And uh, 5,000 from C. Mike, running with scissors, doing it live, well boosting. Yes, indeed. And I think uh, I think those are the other ones I read, too. Those are most of that came in during the live show. Thank you all very much, because that, that does make a difference. Do y'all read, uh, y'all read boosts on your show, uh, Gigi? We experimented with a bunch of things that we uh, okay. want to do, and and uh, we're still trying to figure it out. We actually <laughs> championed the idea of boosts as comments because we 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 built a, uh, a little yeah. script that that uh, farms the boostograms, so to speak. Well, uh, again, as, there's uh, users. You can't fight the users, <laughs> and I, I won't fight users ever. Hmm. Yeah. So so we we showed them on the on the podcast site uh, as like you know a comment feed that's very similar to comments below. 
uh, a YouTube clip or what have you. But I think, you know, uh, everyone is still in the process of trying to figure out uh, how to use this best and what boostergrams yeah. are and so on. Yeah, there's a real there's a real feature discovery thing. Going I mean, on I, right I want to yeah. I want a boostergram clock, just kind of like the 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 block clock. <laughs> I want something I can just put in my house and I just you know just oh and just see the boostergram through. Yeah. Well, no, it's pew pew. That's all the sets up and only goes up. Yeah, that's yeah. all you it hear all day up. long. Yeah. Pew pew. Yeah. Um, we got a uh, well, we got one pay. We got one weekly PayPal. Uh, that was six dollars and sixty six cents from uh, who is this? From that is from Greg Kavalik, and the the note is uh, for six dollars sixty six cents. The note is don't be a dick. Like, okay, <laughs> all I right. Agree. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Oh, yeah, yeah, we agree with that. That's a good message. Not Google's motto, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> so uh, that was the only PayPal we got. A bunch of boosts though. Look at our transition that. though. We're transitioning from PayPal from the fiat money system to uh, to Lightning. Yeah. And we it's beautiful fingers crossed the entire time that lightning doesn't collapse. Yeah. Well, there's that. (laughs) There's that. (laughs) Yeah. It's running with scissors. Uh, 3333 from Chad F. Uh, he says, I see the live. So I guess that was from, uh, yeah, that must've come through. Yeah. 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 And, um, let's see. 2222, a row of ducks from Stephen B. He says live boost. Um, servo. I guess that's he sounds like a no agenda guy. S I R V O uh, through Curio Castor, he says ITM. Yeah, ITM, was, and he is not just a, a no agenda guy. He also has a node with a channel because I was just looking at them all today. Oh, nice. Okay, Boost! thank you. Uh, we got a uh, oh two thirty three three thirty threes from Sir Spencer. Whoa, uh, he says welcome to live podcasting two boardroom. Congrats to Stephen B for enabling live item in Curio Caster. Hey, other podcast apps, do you uh, you need to catch up in the live item support? Let's go! Uh, let's see, we got anonymous. See, this is anonymous. No, this is from Darren O'Neill. Okay, ten thousand and thirty-four sats through Breeze. Nice. And he says one. He says one more than CSB. Thank you for your courage. <laughs> Boost. Oh, throwing CSB under the bus. I see. Uh, Martin from Podfriend, he says, Boosting live, historic times indeed. I spread myself too thin on house, job, and various Podfriend tasks, but I hope to have live and comments ready for next week's episode. Oh, you you know the crazy Dane will show up and have it all done and slick looking as usual. Oh, yeah. Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. And in the background, his floors will be nice and waxed. It'll be, <laughs> it'll be wonderful. And while he's cooking dinner for his wife. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Chad F again with a boost, 5,000 sats, and he just says, boost. Yo, thank you. Boost. Uh, Drip Scott, 10,000 sats Dude. through CurioCaster, and he says, go podcasting. Yo. Go podcasting. Thank you, Drip. Uh, see, anonymous. Okay. I don't know who this is, and I'm wondering if it may be Roy. Uh, through Breeze and 1,948 sass. He says, doing it live. Shabbat Shalom from Israel. <laughs> Maybe. What's what's the number? What's the numerology on it? Uh, one nine four nineteen forty eight. Oh, oh no, Brian that's Brian of London. London. Yeah. Uh, See, I recognize people by their boost amounts now. Yeah. Do, do y'all get a lot of numerology boosts on uh, uh, Closing the Loop? 
Yeah, I'll definitely. We got some of those as well. I think, you know, in, in Bitcoin land, there's a lot of like 21 sets and uh, multiples of 21. And yeah. 20 yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, of course. Yeah. And some 420s. You wait. Wait until April oh, rolls yeah. around. <laughs> uh, Boobery sent us a boob donation, 8008. And he says, happy live day. When we get uh, When we get the node for behind the schemes up and running again, it's our intention to make a split in the index, Ooh. split to the index. Very legal. Badradiolot.live is a place one could head for pulp, punk, sciency, conspiracy, hypothesizing. Ooh, Sounds like a show for me. I like it. Yeah. Uh, that is very Satan-y. Okay. <laughs> but very cool that you're putting, uh, putting us in your split. And we have our, uh, yeah. our lightning node uh, in the show notes if anyone else wants to add an extra split from your podcast for, uh, for the index, for the whole project. It would be appreciated. Mm-hmm. Uh, Servo again with 333 and through the, from the, uh, says hello from the boost CLI. A lot of love for the boost command line. It is kind of fun to do that. I've experimented a bit with it. It's kind of cool. And, and quite scriptable too. Yes. You could end up with a, with a Brian of London style, uh, cron job. Machine. Hey, yeah, hey, cron put, job. put a cron job in. <laughs> yes. Okay. That's it. That's it. That's the new marketing thing is put us in your cron job. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Stephen B, uh, 5,000 sats, says, it's nice listening live. Hope your sats don't slow down. Uh, no, it's, it's, been, it's been great. This thing is flying, man. I can't believe it. We've had, how many lives have we had? We must have 50 different live boostograms. Goodness gracious. Yeah. Um, so, um, oh, this, that's me. That's a test boost. What am I doing boosting myself? It's, it's illegal. Right. Stop it. <laughs> Mike knew, Mike knew. Catch your dice and go into the bathroom when you need to boost yourself, okay? <laughs> and take your noodles with you. <laughs> Um, Mike Newman, twenty one one twelve super rush boost through Carrier Caster. He says boosting the live go podcasting boost boost uh, boost go podcasting. These are from last week's live. That's, I believe that's the so. Yeah. yeah, I believe yeah. so. Uh, first time doing it live from Chad Farrow, one hundred and one sats. Thank you, Chad. Uh, Fifty. Oh, this is from Roy. Fifty fourth. That's five four three two one. Fifty four thousand three hundred twenty one sats through breeze. Wow! How about that, Thank you, Roy? Thank you, brother. Coming in in a big way. He, uh, me and Roy had a. Hey, good is that call a baller? Is yesterday. that a, is he baller with that? He's. I don't know. Uh, I'm looking through. I'm looking through the list here. Uh, he may be the baller boost. Baller shot caller nope. twenty inch blades on the Impala. He's not the baller boost. We're going to give it to him anyway, though, because okay. that's, uh, that's a big one. Um, the NA millennial in the, uh, in the chat room says uh, he or she got their first cron job at 16. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you, the comedy writes itself when you do this live. It's great. At the prom, uh, Cass Peelan. Cass Peelan, 3,300 sats uh, through Fountain. He says, thanks for all the work. Well, you're welcome, Cass. Uh, eight six eighty six seventy five. Uh, from a very long username that's undecipherable through Fountain. He says, uh, "Boosting to balance my channels." Oh, Cam- <laughs> Please <at> feel <laughs> feel free to do that as as much as you want. Cameron from great, where? This is a uh, Cameron at ipfspodcasting.net. Um, oh, this right. is a great utility. This is a ba- yes. channel balance utility. <laughs> yes, balance your channel by boosting us. Boost. Yeah. It's a balance boost. Come on, people. We're, we're Gigi, we're base our show is basically a loop out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We are we are a submarine swap. <laughs> submarine swap, yes. Uh 
so uh let's see that's that's from me again 500 sats uh from dale uh, through Castamatic, he says your point about creators at about the 78 minute at about 78 minutes adam yeah. i switched to a value supporting app when i learned on linux unplugged that i could use it to compensate jupiter broadcasting podcasts at a level of my choosing oh that's cool yeah the, uh, chris fisher over at jupiter uh, all those shows linux unplugged and uh coda radio and I, he's been extremely supportive i, I could have pulled I don't know, six or seven clips over the last two weeks of they're, they're full on with value for value. They're doing booster grams, reading them on the show. And, uh, they get yeah, it. They, they get really it. do. They get it. Uh, anonymous through Castomatic 2000 sats. And it says, uh, any reverse value system would most likely get abused to make a quick buck. That's possible. Yeah. True. Uh, layman creations. That's Andy Lehman, our buddy. That's 1132 right. sats through Castomatic. He says, oh, keeping software updated to date is a pain in the butt. Yes, it is, Andy. As software updates no kidding. are always a pain. Yeah, That's why I love uh, the web apps. <laughs> yeah. Updated in the background for me. I'll just use it. PWAs. Mm-hmm. Cotton Gin, 508 sats. And he just says live. Right. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Cotton Gin. Oh, here's a row of sevens from Soaring Satoshis. Oh, I like that name. Through Breeze, and he says, Boost! Yo. Boost! How you doing, Booster? Uh, row of Ducks. Oh, that's for you. You're testing. You're doing channel testing, Adam. Mm. Uh, with a row of Ducks. Uh, <laughs> at, least, at least I'm not boosting myself. Well, I am boosting myself, I guess. I'm, I'm, yeah. uh, I'm trying to clear out my pipes. Clear out your pipes. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, it can only go, go downhill from here. Dice is good for that. Nomad Joe, 2,000 sats, through Fountain, and he says, greetings from the road. Well, greetings, Nomad Joe. Uh, another boostergram from Adam. I'm going through these in real time here because uh, I didn't have time to print them. Ah. Uh, oh, another Darren O, Darren O'Neill boost. Oh, this time, this is a big one, 33333 through Breeze. And he says, I do have sats from Random Thoughts, Unrelenting, and Planet Rage. This is your VIG. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, that was from the last show. Oh, okay. He gave us the VIG. Uh, let's see. That is a, another one from Roy. It's 1,234 sats. He says, hi, Dave. Don't forget to respond to my Telegram message. <laughs> <laughs> I love it when people pay us to come to the phone. <laughs> he says, if boosting is what it takes to get you to reply, I'm game. Don't just stand there. Boost. All right, you don't want to encourage that with me because that, that may become a thing. Uh, uh, Oscar Mary through Fountain, he says, first time but not the last, 101 sats. Thank you. Uh, Chad Farrow, 33-33 through CurioCaster. He says, I hear you loud and clear. Oh, that's, pro- that's probably just tuning into the mm-hmm. live stream. Uh, a lot of testing here. They, here's some Unicode string that I, <laughs> is indecipherable. That's always great. Yeah. Um, Mere uh, Mortals podcast, Kyron. He says, uh, I was screaming at my screen the entire time. YouTube has comments. Can whoever is creating the shirts have a picture of Adam and Dave running with scissors and the words podcasting 2.0, the YouTube killer on mine, please. And thank you. Is it done yet? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is it done yet? Uh, that's a row of ducks. 22, 22. Oh yeah. We'll hit a row of ducks there. Yeah. Uh, John's BRT. 49,000 sats. Oof, through nice. Fountain and he says, we're, he says, we're going to make it. Pew, pew. Pew. I don't know what he, I, we're going to make it. 
We're, don't worry. Thanks. As long uh, as we thanks, make Jones. it, doesn't matter what, we're going to make it. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a song from the uh, uh, gl- uh, hair band song. It's from all the 80s. right. Think we're, we're going to make it. Make it. <laughs> um, Oscar Mary, 10 sats. Wow. Oh. Hold on a that's, second. That's a jury oh, oh, yeah. boost. Yeah, that's that's like, come on, Oscar. Up really, game, really, brother. bro. Uh, Scott from uh, gave us ten thousand four hundred twenty sats, and he says, "Nice, just a quick boost. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Okay, and I'm going boost. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> See you later. Uh, here's the baller boost from Sir Bill through Fountain." 300,000 sats. Whoa. Baller. There it is. Shot caller. 20 inch blades on the Impala. Boost. Nice. Holy yeah. crap. <laughs> I remember seeing this uh, this on the, reflected in a channel somewhere. Oh, yeah. So you see the channel swing. Yeah. The abacus dumps from one side to the mm-hmm. other. Love the show and keep up the good work. That's all he said. Thank, Thank you, you man. Bill. Thank you so much. That's really yeah, appreciated. Um. Sir, you know what, Sir Bill, uh, we need proof of identity here because it's possible <laughs> that Dreb Scott is just impersonating Yeah, right. We have no <laughs> idea. We think it's all Dreb Scott. We think yeah. in podcasting 2.0 is successful, and it's just Dreb. Yes. Yeah, he's, he's the only, he's the only guy running. Yeah, it's, it's just Dreb Scott. Way. Yeah. You, you'll never know. That's the beauty nope. of it. That is, yeah, it's true. Uh, anonymous. Another anonymous, the uh, 2000 sats or Castomatic, and he uh, says, oh, that's that's a repeat. That's another one. Um, Satoshi Stream, 5552, Thank uh, you. through Fountain, and he says, uh, more stats. The average boost to Satoshi Stream podcasts is 1557 sats. The huh. average streaming payment is 36 sats. That makes sense. Yeah. I usually, I, my streaming is set to 40 sats. It would. Is that what are you at? Uh, I'm at a hundred. What are you at, Gigi? Um, <laughs> well, I think I'm at twenty-one. Yeah, so I'm below average, and you are both above average. But I'm not surprised about that. <laughs> You're below average. <laughs> you are a below average streamer. You know what? <laughs> he didn't play with the dice long enough as a kid. That's, 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 that's probably it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. That, well, that's the problem. You're doing it all on a piece of paper. You need to actually do it in the app. That, yeah. That's more. Yeah. Helpful. Please, Gigi, get I with see, it. It, it does help a, a little bit with the app. Yes. What do you use? Which app do you use, Gigi? <laughs> I'm on Breeze. You're on so Breeze. I, yeah. I really like Breeze. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Dave Jackson sent us fifty-one fifty sets. Oh, that's a yeah. We know what's up with that. Dynamic content hoarded. Uh, wait, wait. Dynamic content horked my old school chapters I made in Hindenburg. Podcasting two point to the rescue. Go podcasting! Yay! Go podcasting! Boost. Uh, the bootstrap bandit Tim K through Fountain. He sent hundred and one sats. Says wild. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Nice. <laughs> you, gave, you did that. Yeah. Shout out to Bootser Bandit. He he built a lot of cool stuff in the Bitcoin ecosystem. Oh my goodness! Yeah. yeah. Well, right now a lot of a lot of us is running on him. Yeah, Tim K's I mean, yeah. incredible. He's very yeah, me important. And Oscar, we'll we'll talk about it next week. We came up with some good ideas, I think. So uh, I had a call with him and Oscar um, on Wednesday. I think we we hashed out some some pretty cool stuff. Uh, Super Nerd Media gave us twelve thousand three hundred forty five sats, and he says. On behalf of my podcasting partner and Barnhart, thank you for everything y'all are doing to preserve and protect podcasting going forward. We cordially invite you to check out the Barnhart Podcast, a show which mainly focuses on issues regarding the Catholic Church today. Oh, that sounds interesting. I might listen to that. With particular emphasis on the question, 
which of the two bishops in white is actually the current pope? The answer may surprise you. Go podcasting. <laughs> Go podcasting! That sounds like my kind of show. I, like I love that. I love about the pope stuff and... You get yeah. you read Vigano, what's the the the, the ex bishop, I think, or cardinal, whatever he is. It's just I mean, it's a, it's a mess, man. It's fun. It's 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 almost like a true crime podcast. Well, you did. I mean, you essentially chose the current pope. So I mean, oh yeah, I, I called him, him right away. I said that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. Um, Sir Doug, four thousand four hundred sats through Fountain. He says, "I'm not a developer, and I'm not a podcaster. Just a passionate listener that really appreciates what you guys are doing." Well, thank you, sir. Oh, nice. That's a nice yeah, note. That's very nice. And the delimiter. Country ah. blogger. <laughs> Here he is, everybody. 10,033 sats, which is one less than Darren O'Neill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have to point that out. Yes. Hiya, Dave and Adam. Let the Russian invaders be damned. <laughs> and your listeners are warmly invited to listen to a podcast named AI.Cooking, oh, spoken no. by Gregory William Forsyth Foreman from Kent. Latest episode 26, apart from news about artificial intelligence, covers ML, ops, kind of DevOps, but for machine learning. Yo! <laughs> Yo to you, comic strip blogger. Yeah, he, he's gotten creative. He's changed the message a bit. I appreciate that. Um, two yeah, more well, lives. He li- took it out of the cron job. He's doing it by hand now. Uh, thank you, Cotton Gin, for your 22,222 live boostergram. He says, go podcasting. Go That just came in. Oh, okay. Um, we got some monthlies too. Uh, Sir Alex Gates, the podcasting 2.0 consultant, gave us $25. Uh, Brown of London, $10 of Hive. That's an automatic thing yes. that I always keep forgetting. Thank you. Um, thank you, Brian. Uh, Jeffrey Rutherford, $5. Chris Cowan, $5. Jeremy Cavanaugh, five, uh, $10. Damon Kasajak, $15. Soren Mueller, $10. David Norman, $25. Derek J. Visker, $21. Great name. Paul Saltzman, $22.22. And Paul sent me a message, and I'm pretty sure I read, I'm pretty sure this is the one you're talking about. If you sent a different one and I didn't get that one, let me know, Paul, and I'll I'll read it out. I may have missed it. Uh, Jeremy Gerds, $5. Timothy Hudgens, my buddy, $25. David Woodfine, $3. Lauren Ball, $24.20. Survive on the, uh, see, Survive Your Vash, $5. Wessel Trost, $1, and Thomas Sullivan Jr., $5. This is uh, <clears throat> highly appreciated, I, especially it always it always really gets me when I see how many people who are already delivering their time and talent to the project then add some treasure in. That is so appreciated. The entire project, everything is financed through the support, and that is coming from you. We... Uh, this it's the only way this project will work as you can tell we can speak freely we have no one to they can lock us down or turn us off because they don't agree with something it's uh and it's just what a great group an unbelievable group of people working on this um you can support us by going to podcastindex.org that's where we still accept your fiat fund coupons especially those monthlies are very appreciated uh put us in your cron tab everybody that would be great appreciate that put us in the cron tab uh with a with the command line boost uh oh just came just came in a balance boost oh no 250,000 sats from Alex Gates giving myself some inbound liquidity he says <laughs> you balance in the channel, Alex. Awesome. You do too much, that's, brother. You do too much. 
I, I, that what is... if what if it turns out that this is the real purpose of the comment system? Shh, <laughs> be quiet, be quiet. <laughs> Insta balancing. Hey, balance of Satoshi's, get the hell out of here. Who needs you? We don't need Thunderhub. We just need Boostergrams. That's how we balance. Thank you very much, Alex. That's way Thank above you, above and beyond, brother. Yeah, so that's yeah, what I'm talking about. And if you're a listener, if you uh, agree with what we're doing here, which how could you not? We've made podcasting better. We've made it. We've protected it. We're enhancing it. We're extending it. Um, support the project as well. Everything helps. And of course, <clears throat> all, all the Satoshis go into uh, liquidity uh, for all of the nodes. We have 132 channels uh, today <laughs> that are active. And, uh, and we're proud of it. We're not doing it the way everyone else does, but it does seem to be working. Again, appreciate it. Um, get a modern podcast app at newpodcastapps.com. You can participate in the live chat, in the, in the live boostograms. Uh, or just enjoy all of the new features podcasting 2.0 has to offer. Thank you so much for supporting episode 78. Yeah, and it it's it's so it's really cool because you can tell exactly where the stuff is going cuz like we got a you know, we got a somebody sent us 6 yeah, 6 dollar uh, donation this month that, uh, this week from PayPal. That seems like it's not very much, but I'm also but I Spun up a new Linode VM to test the aggregate, the new aggregator stuff, yeah. and it's a five dollar VM, and that, exactly that totally covered it. Also, you know, we got a three hundred thousand sat boost today, and uh, we literally opened a three hundred thousand sat That's channel right. to a new podcaster this morning. That's so right, like, isn't that beautiful? How that works, I love that because D- Dave and I are like you know Dave will check with me because I I manage kind of manage the node, kind of for good or for bad. And he's like, hey, can you open a channel? So, yeah, I'm going to do 300 because it's for Jupiter, right? Yeah, it's for one of their new shows, yeah. Yeah, so I'm expecting these guys will need some some good liquidity. So let's do 300K. I have to look. You know, we had we have 1.8 left on chain. You know, I, there's one or two I can prune. Uh, but to have this come in right at this moment, is it's perfect. It Perfectly means the world to us. Yeah. means the world yeah. to us. Yeah. Gigi, I, I know you... you probably weren't expecting to talk about the things that we brought up today, but we really appreciate you diving in with us. Is there anything else you'd, you'd like to talk about <laughs> that we, that we can still do um, in our time remaining with you? Yeah. Sorry for throwing you a curveball if I did. <laughs> no, no worries. No worries. I, I, I think those things, all of those things are terribly important. And in the end, I think what, what everyone should realize is that it all boils down to one thing, and that is censorship resistance. It's, it's about doing it your own way without asking for permission. And um, that's also, I think, why Bitcoin is so important, because it is truly censorship-resistant money. And understanding all that, like why it is censorship-resistant and so on, we, we went into, like we, we dug into it a little bit. It, it is rather difficult, but in the end, it comes down to it for, for Bitcoin that you, you have to 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 pay to use it also you know like you have to bribe the miners and i think we all know this in the in the podcasting world as well like if you if you really want to be censorship resistant you have to host your own files for example and you you kind of have yeah. to pay for that as well so you know like the 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 other side of the coin of freedom is like you have to take responsibility and you have to understand these things and you have to understand these systems and you have to run your own stuff and you have to kind of decide for yourself which infrastructure is um, at risk of being deplatformed, and uh, what what you want to do to to be really uncancelable, unca- unca- able and have the the freedom of um, those new 
like technologies that enable you to speak freely and to exchange value freely. And that's why I'm also so bullish on the value for value model, because it truly is like a, a direct monetization model that moves away from advertisements, that moves away from self-censorship, that moves away from uh, being locked in in a, in a beautiful walled garden, you know, that is YouTube and Spotify and all the rest of it. And so I'm, I'm super bullish on these free and open platforms. Gigi, um, <clears throat> you've written about value for value before. Would you be willing to take a stab with me on writing this up for the website? Yeah, of course, of course. All my stuff is uh, freely available online. If someone wants to read it, it's called The Freedom of Value um, on their gg.com. And uh, I release all my stuff uh, on a, as, as a free and open in a free and open licensing model. So feel free to rip it apart, remix it, put it somewhere else. And okay. So on. And I'm, I'm, of course, happy to to um work with you to put it somewhere yeah i'd, I'd like i like to, it's more accessible uh, yeah i'd like to run some stuff by you just so we have it all all i mean i i understand it because you know i've been been doing value for value for so long but yeah um i'm not the best writer <laughs> let's put it that way yeah no ha- happy to do that okay, and great. Uh, also shout out to all the other people that are currently exploring this i think value for value thanks to podcasting 2.0 got a got a big boost like the <laughs> no pun intended but uh <laughs> a, a lot of people um woke up to the idea and also of course like the the legacy system with all the deplatforming helps as well you know like as, oh, as the totally. clownishness of the world increases <laughs> it really does <laughs> the, and the it, new alternatives um and if i had a kid up. you know I, my my daughter's 31 my stepdaughters are in their mid mid to late 20s so it's a little late for them but if i had a kid now man i'd like here's an old laptop here's a here's a linux distro set that up first and then i'm going to show you how then we'll set up an umbral then we'll understand how email works and then we're going to get your node running and then we're going to just you know it's like the education is all messed up. We're giving kids iPhones and iPads in the stroller, and they just expect shit to work and have no idea what's going on in the background and the power they actually have of doing things themselves. Mm. Yeah, I, I think, you know, um, I, I really like the, the saying of, like, there's there's two ways on how you can learn this stuff. It's either, either through curiosity or through pain. And I think the pain will increase, you know, more and more people will get deplatformed and will have to learn to, to find another way. And those who are, who are curious enough to, to kind of be ahead of the curve, they will, they will benefit from being set up and knowing how all this works. And also, um, you know, being familiar with things like Bitcoin and you, you you just, it it will be increasingly important to know how, how to set yourself up to, to function in a modern context, uh, without being deplatformed and so that you can have your wealth intact and, and, and all, all the rest of it. And again, I want to, I want to kind of applaud everyone who is working on that, not only in the podcasting space, but, uh, value for value is currently also being explored in, in the written medium, um, like, uh, LB, uh, um, from the LB browser extension, the yeah. people behind that are doing great work on on trying to incorporating lightning payments and lightning addresses in open standards where you can just include it into your blog or whatever you have as metadata or also even on, on YouTube pages and so on. And it will, like the extension will parse it out and just like a value for value podcasting app. If you have um, some Satoshis uh, loaded up, then just by just by clicking one button, you will be able to uh, push a boost, so to speak, to right. the author of the article and so on. And as long as everyone keeps super cool. As long as everyone keeps using confetti, uh, I'm fine. That's all I care about. This, <laughs> that's the most that's critical the, piece of the entire. We've got to have the confetti. <laughs> that's the in requirement, there. yeah. Trans, transmute satoshis into confettis. That's what uh, yeah. we do. <laughs> Thanks again, Gigi. Really appreciate it.
Awesome. Thank you. Dave? Yep. Final words? Uh, no. Nah, uh, well, Stephen B., my final words are Stephen B. just said in the chat that he's uh, working on putting Gigi's audiobook for 21 Lessons as a podcast feed. There That's cool. Go. Oh, oh nice. man. Oh, I love yeah. it. All right, everybody. All hey, you know what? Great board meeting. This was yeah. good. I loved it. Thank you very much, everybody in the chat room. Thank you, everybody who was boosting us live. Thank you all for supporting Podcasting 2.0. We'll be back next week with another meeting of the Board of Directors right here on Podcasting 2.0. to podcasting 2.0 visit podcastindex.org for more information podcasts are cool go podcasting